This is Curiosity Killed the Plaque with hygienist Spring Hatfield on the Today's RDH Dental Hygiene Podcast. Listen as Spring uses her naturally curious mind to explore the relevant topics hygienists currently face today. Hello, fellow dental professionals and tooth enthusiasts. So I want to give you a little history about labor unions. We are fast approaching the 157th anniversary of the first national labor union. It was founded on August 20th, 1866. Their very first order of business was to mandate an eight hour workday. This was not embraced and took quite a while to implement. However, it was the start of the labor unions, which now fight for fair wages, benefits, and working conditions. Um, I know labor unions may be a sore subject for dental hygienists because we would love to have a labor union. And though it would be nice to have a dental hygiene labor union, um, that is going to be a pipe dream as long as the people that employ us regulate our profession. It goes without saying that there's conflict of interest there. Uh, one day we may have this amazing dental hygiene um, labor union, but until then, uh, we still do have some rights that are set forth by the National Labor Relations Act. We simply need to be brave enough to confront employers who do not follow the labor laws um, that are meant to protect the employees. This is Curiosity Killed the Plaque. I'm Spring Hatfield. On this episode, I'm going to tackle some of the rights that we have through the National Labor Relations Act. So I want to start with, uh, I read a, a post recently in a very popular dental group on social media, and the dentist was complaining about his hygienist temping for another office on her off days. So the question is, did he or she have any business being concerned with the hygienist temping for another dentist on her off time? And the answer you can find in Section 8, Subsection 4B of the National Labor Relations Act, and it states that an employer cannot require or force an employee to cease doing business with any other person. This means your primary employer has no say over what you do on your own time. They can make a request that you not do it. However, you don't have to honor that request. And furthermore, you cannot be penalized or reprimanded in any way for not honoring the request by your primary employer. If you want to temp for another dentist or a temp agency, you can do that without your primary employer's blessing. I will add, there is one little caveat to that, and that is if your employer has an exclusivity or non-compete clause on your employment contract, this could negate the law. So be sure to read any office handbook or employment contracts thoroughly before signing it, just to make sure that you understand the expectations, you agree with them, and you deem them to be fair. Um, so moving on, can you legally discuss wages with other coworkers? The short answer is yes. Conversations that are protected include, but are not limited to discussing pay differences among colleagues, discussing and presenting joint requests for pay raises or any other requests concerning pay. You can do that jointly or on your own, and you can have a conversation with your, with your coworkers about 
fair pay without concern for repercussion. Um, You can have these conversations while at work on a break, or if you are allowed to have non-work related conversations on the clock, you could even have the conversation on the clock. And of course, it goes without saying that you can have these discussions when you're not at work as well. I always find it really fascinating whenever I would start a new position and I would get my employee handbook and it would have um, a clause in there that said that discussing wages was prohibited in the office. (laughs) And um, honestly, I would just nicely say, you know, you may want to remove that clause out of this handbook because it's illegal. So if you happen to get a new handbook and you see it, you might bring it to your new employer or your current employer's attention that that is illegal and it should be removed. Um, So are there repercussions for posts and comments on social media? Maybe, but likely no. As long as the posts and comments are not egregiously offensive or knowingly and maliciously false, there's likely no repercussions for making the post or the comment. That is considered concerted activity, and concerted activity can occur on social media without concerns about repercussions. This includes such things as discussing wages, which we just talked about, discussing benefits and working conditions, participating in any kind of concerted refusal to work and unsafe conditions, and talking to the media about problems in your workplace. Those things are all protected by law. You can do those things um, without concern because you, you are protected by the law. Uh, can my employer make me clock out when I have a patient cancel or no-show? <laughs> If I see this once a week on social media, I see it a hundred times a week on social media. Uh, Succinctly, no. An employee with potential downtime, uh, you must, your employer, dentists, DSOs, managers, office managers, whoever is in charge of making that decision, they must understand that you are still on the job. And this falls under, under what is classified as on-duty waiting. It's defined by the U.S. Department of Labor as um, time when your employee is waiting for work to do, uh, for repairs to be made, etc. while on duty. He or she is engaged to wait and the time is hours worked. So if you are at the office and you are waiting on your patient, it does not matter if they don't show or they cancel or whatever the issue is you are still, that is still hours worked and you should be compensated for that. If you are being asked to clock out due to a cancellation or a no-show, that is illegal. Also, I've seen an, an, a lot of hygienists discussing the fact that they're not being compensated for coming in early to start setting up sterilization or staying late to complete notes. And that too is illegal. If you are on the job and it's especially if you are conducting business associated with your position, those are hours worked and you are entitled to be compensated for that. Do not tolerate that. Also, on the flip side, don't take advantage of it either. Don't say, I'm staying to to write my notes and then start conversing with your co-hygienist about what they're doing for the weekend. Actually do your notes. If you're actually staying to do work, you should be compensated for it. It's fair to say that you shouldn't be compensated for having conversations about what's going on on the weekend. So 
uh, be fair about that. Another thing I do want to touch on, and it is not covered under the National Labor Relations Act, uh, is breastfeeding mothers pumping at work. And what are your rights in that situation? There is a new act that was signed into law on December 29th, 2022, the Pump for Nursing Mothers Act, which states employees who are nursing mothers have the right to receive break time and a private place to pump. This act also allows for breaks to express breast milk in an area that is designated for nursing mothers for up to one year after the following the birth of the year. And the space provided cannot be a bathroom. This space can be uh, a temporary space for the nursing mother, which can be used later on for other purposes, such as, you know, um, an extra office area or a financial consult area. Um, offices usually have some area that they can designate for a pumping mother for at least a year and then utilize it again to serve the practice um, after the, the, the nursing mother is no longer requiring uh, breaks to, to express best breast milk. The breaks are not required to be compensated. However, the employee taking the break must be relieved of all their duties or the break must be compensated. For instance, writing up charts while pumping, you are required to be compensated. If you are just sitting in your um, room where you're, you're pumping and you're scrolling Facebook or Instagram or, or whatever, that's not required to be compensated. So um, just know the difference there. And all of this stuff is just, snippets snippets so so much more is encompassed in these different acts um, to protect workers but the biggest obstacle I see in dentistry is the lack of initiative to demand these rights be acknowledged and followed they are laws not just suggestions so when dentists um, don't follow these laws or the office managers don't follow these laws it's not like we're suggesting they follow these laws. These are actually laws that they can be um, penalized for if they do not follow them. So if you feel like your rights have been violated, you can always consult an employment attorney for guidance if you can't navigate the laws on your own. It, it gets a little confusing sometimes and you wanna make sure that you're, you're making the right decisions. Um, and a lot of times we get pushback from our employers and we also fear you know, any kind of um, being blacklisted or something because dentistry is such a tight community. So it's very difficult for hygienists to stand up for themselves and say, hey, no, this is the law. You have to do this and you have to provide me with these things or, you know, otherwise I'm going to report you to the labor board. That's a hard conversation to have without having someone to back you, like an employment attorney. So you may consider that if you feel like your rights are being violated severely. Um, I can tell you without question, no one is going to look out for your best interests better than you. So stand up for your rights. Do not let them push you around. Office managers, dentists, DSO owners, whatever, whoever you look to as a as a boss, um, there are laws for a reason, and they need to be followed. So hold them to that. Hold them to that standard.
If you have any questions, comments, or concerns about anything I've said during this podcast, please feel free to reach out to me at spring at todaysrdh.com. Until next time, stay curious. Thank you for listening to the Today's RDH Dental Hygiene Podcast. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. 